plugin. Yeah, exciting. The the first remote um, Crypto Sparta podcast, uh, episode number 11, right, Brian? I don't know. I'm not keeping track at this point. Yeah, Honestly, 11. it's like every week is a new episode. It's episode one. Treat treat every week as a new po- new episode. Yeah. One day. No, the only one we missed was like we were in Miami. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's excusable. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but this is our first remote one. So bear with us. Um, yeah. But I mean, now we might be getting some extra guests. We already have some people that might be coming on. So might have some more often ones. Um, but we can talk about that later. Uh, do you want to start out with the prices in the market, Brian? Yeah, it's been like, like similar to last week, it's been really choppy, you know, up, down, up, down. Right now, I think there's a lot of dip between, uh, there's a recent dip this weekend. Uh, Bitcoin was this morning when I checked, it was like down to 33,000, but now it bounced back up to 35, uh, 683. Uh, ETH was, you know, down, it dropped down to 2000, but it's rebounded really? a little bit. Yeah, it was at 2042.50 at like uh, 730 a.m. Uh, now it's at like uh, 2275. So it's bounced back a little, but I mean, if you zoom out the monthly, you know, it's just chop, you know. So I think. We're going to be doing this for a while or a little bit until we get a bounce up. But I think now thinking back at it, I think um, today was like the day that, you know, the miners in China had to shut down their rigs. Um, So that might have, you know, caused the dip because they're not mining. I'd heard if you look at the metrics on the Bitcoin network, it actually is like very noticeable, like the transaction speeds, like yeah yeah i mean there maybe, is, maybe you want to go into it more to explain because it's like it, it starting from like scratch like the idea of mining because literally i think i've gotten asked it it's one of the most it's the frequently asked question what is mining and it's like and then if you start throwing around proof of work proof of stake it's like you kind of lose people but just the basic idea of that these people are powering the network and a lot of people in china that power the network are now moving and getting kicked out yeah so the thing is is that i don't know so it takes a lot of you're basically solving these equations basically for the bitcoin and then as a reward you are getting bitcoin for solving these equations so a lot of people just have you know these computers doing you know self-computing and they're just running an algorithm that just computes these you know problems and are getting bitcoin as rewards so that that's like the most basic thing i can explain and you know to get more and more you need more and more computers you need higher powered you know processing speeds you want to be because it's a competition between all these different computers and you end up and then you end up at the end of the day uh the people in iran using their free internet to mine bitcoin yeah it's like then you realize like power is bitcoin so, and I get it for free and, and Tehran was like, we're getting blackouts, like stop mining. <laughs> they yes. had to make it illegal. And they had to tra- track down people. Yeah. So now, you know, because, you know, they're tracking down all these ener- high energy, you know, where they're getting their energy. It might not be from the cleanest volcanic source. Bitcoin. Volcanic, yeah. volcanic rigs. 
Um, so, so, you know, normally in China, a lot of stuff is uh, coal powered. And, you know, that's dirty energy, so to speak, um, not clean energy. But there's all these, you know, different op- opportunities to use, you know, hydroelectric, uh, solar. Uh, in Sa- El Salvador, you know, like, as Daniel mentioned, uh, we're gonna, they're going to use volcanoes. They're going to use geothermal energy. You know, so renewable energy is, you know, a possibility to power all these machines. But I think today was, you know, the deadline for them to, you know, they had to shut down their, uh, you know, computers and their rigs. And you see on Twitter that, you know, they make, they have that like goodbye, you know, soundtrack over, you know, overcasting while they like, you know, turn off all their machines. And it's just, you know, server farms, you know, just like stacks and stacks of computers, just like, you know, powering down. Um, but I, just, I mean, I heard I had heard too, not to interrupt you, but um, no. there was a development about how there there had been a backlog of the GPUs, specifically the ones that are used for Ethereum. And I know what do you has, mean by GPUs? I exactly. I was about to say. <laughs> I know the letters. I don't know exactly what it means. I know it means something with processing something speed. Something about CPUs. Yeah, exactly. The GPUs or whatever, the stuff that's used. And so apparently there's like, a, uh, there was a backlog and now ah, like graphic and like whatever. I think it has to do with like. Uh, Graphics processing unit. That's what GPUs stand for. And it's like they're used for like video games, but they're also just really highly powered computing things. No, I think it's, you know, also, you know, to increase your, you know, processing power. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just then like apparently there's like one, there's only like a few companies and the chips this would be a good topic for the future. I mean, there that's like politics. Like Taiwan does chips, we do chips, yeah. China does chips. And then we have There's even, a shortage. Yeah. There's yeah. a shortage because you need them for your iPhones. But yeah. you know, you're competing, you know, with all these different avenues. And you know, US does not make GPUs. You know, we get that it's, all from I've, China. I've, I've heard. And this is total speculation, <laughs> not financial advice, <laughs> not or legal yeah. advice, or which is actually shady because I so we do own crypto legal now, and we'll be developing it, but <laughs> not legal or financial advice. <laughs> do your own research um, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, do your own research. Do your own research. <laughs> we just need like a we need like a piece of paper that we just disclaimer. Say all. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. Um. With those, they had talked about, though, this is like the, the hearsay where it's like America has already talked about how to defend the uh, supercomputer chips maker in Taiwan, China, like, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's the first thing they're going to go for. And it's like a yeah. national security, like, it's those like, are the chips for our defense funds. <laughs> like, everything's getting hacked in America anyways. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, you got the meat industry getting hacked, you got the oil industry getting hacked. Like, you know, maybe computer it's, chips, it's the new, like, natural maybe resource. Maybe it's more, Yeah. <laughs> more, more important than water, so to speak, these yeah. processing computer chips. But, yes. But, um, I mean, these are some pretty good macro things that are, because there's not much to talk about, like, with crypto kind of just ranging, but, like, the macro topics around it with mining and uh, politics and uh, also ties to the Federal Reserve. So, Brian wanted me to talk about the news 
the Federal Reserve will not tighten interest rates, which is going to increase the amount of liquidity in the economy. And so basically, they're still going to keep lending at 0%, which is unprecedented to a certain extent. You know, even though Europe went negative, yeah, Europe went negative, which is like you legitimately have to pay money to have the bank hold your money. Like they're trying to push more money into the economy. And again, these are things that I had talked about with Urzel, where it's like these banks aren't getting the proper loans out to people and businesses. They mentioned government encourages it. But yeah, in their in their like speech, they mentioned repo, you know, that part of stuff. And reverse repo. You the yeah, the reverse repo. repo. And this that is re- what Unfederal Reserve is going to... Oh, Magnus, Magnus is excited. Magnus is excited. You know, the light bulb, you know, clicks. When I hear repo, reverse repo, I hear Erzdal. Because that's, you know, you know, not to shill or anything, but, you know, that's what they do. <laughs> and yeah. so... Well, the thing is, right now, there's an all-time high of reverse repo where... On the overnight loans that are given to banks in the uh, economy, they have money. And then what they want to do is they give it back to the Federal Reserve, which typically gives them a return for parking your money. And it's like every day, different people need different loans. So every day, there's like just daily random millions of transactions happening. And then now the banks, instead of giving loans to people for a higher interest rate, they're giving it back to the Federal Reserve for zero. And then if you can take your stables and then put them into crypto overnight and make a small return on large chunks of money that are going, they're just giving it back to the Federal Reserve for zero return. It's like crazy. Yeah. So but there's this inefficiency. It doesn't make sense. Why are they giving the money back that the Federal Reserve lent them for zero interest? Because they don't want to give out loans. Yeah. But the government is trying to encourage the economy to boom. And so they're like, Probably going to do infrastructure as well, you know, pay for stuff and try to get people to work. Well, we're printing all this money, right, for the the pandemic. And so that was the reason why this, you know, announcement, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday, was so important. Because, you know, you're printing all this money, you know, you're assuming that there's going to be some sort of inflation. So, and Uh, what people are saying, there was one guy saying real inflation is 10%. I mean... I got a burger and fries for like 20 bucks. Like that didn't used to happen. Exactly. Um, Yeah. What I was going to say though, was uh, that's also been impacting some of the stuff like the macro stuff that's going to crypto where it's like, if inflation comes to outperform the market, to keep your nest egg, having enough money to pay for your, you know, if you're retiring and stuff, you're going to need increased uh, returns. So they're saying people are going to start getting riskier because it's like your money's going to get eaten up if you just keep dollars. Yeah. So, so savings, might savings, the crypto and the macro savings account is no good. Like it's worthless. Yeah. Like inflation. No. And then that's what people were saying 3%. about DeFi, where it's like you see people talk about it on um, Twitter, where it's like I get all sorts of loans on DeFi and I get rewards and I'm making money. And I tried to open a bank account and it took me five hours and I still don't have a bank account. Like what? Yeah. I'll just Dealing with the banks is just, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a business idea and I'm sure that there's other people out there. I mean, on a larger level, there's Erzdal and Ave and stuff, but on the smaller scale level, I mean, I think Cuban mentioned it. 
the idea is that banks are going to need to pivot to onboarding their users onto, if it's not actual cryptocurrency stuff, it's going to be stuff tied to the blockchain. They're going to be having people sign up on bank accounts that are in DeFi rather than exactly. traditional banks. If you can get a, a loan DeFi's like just that, gonna be better. Yeah. you can just get a loan with a couple of clicks of the button. Yeah, No credit so this score. Is big business idea. This is some free alpha out here. Whoever is a good business owner, man, just find that onboarding of uh, traditional customers onto DeFi. Figure out how to do that at scale. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah. It's gonna be tough though. It's gonna be really tough to figure out how to teach normal people to get onto DeFi. No, and how to take out loans on DeFi. Yeah, that's... it's gonna be so complicated to teach. And how to pay that. it back? How to pay yeah. it back? That's the Urzel thing yeah, that we right? can get to because right? I was telling people, and Brian's telling me I'm wasting money, and he's right. The uh, distribution rewards on Urzel for staking and borrowing are now over. So it's like stabilized. And then the thing is, um, I took out a loan because it increased the amount of rewards I got by more than the interest. Yeah, like, I got, like 70%. Yeah. 60, and then I restaked 70%. them for another like 70% too. Yeah. And I was like, I just should have yeah. done more. But I mean, I was scared. I've never taken out a DeFi loan. But and now, the gas is high too. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Other pressures. No, even claiming rewards was expensive. Yeah. But now I have to pay back the loan. But then this is what one of those people on uh, crypto Twitter had gotten upset about that they didn't realize. It's like, to take out of your supply, you need to pay off your loan. And then I don't have enough to pay off my loan in MetaMask at the moment. Can't you take out from the platform? I I think what I have to do is like unstake it. I just Yeah, you have to unstake. Yeah, exactly. Like the amount you need. You don't have to do all of it. I unstake it and then I think I move it to my MetaMask and then I pay it off. Yeah. The, The loan... Um, I just, I've, I've been busy doing things. And so I need to figure it out, but yeah, the interest is like 11% yearly, but like I made more than that in the rewards, but it's probably just ticking. Like, you know, it's like 1% every month or two. That's like, ah. yeah, it's like, it's so slow too. That's yep. the thing where it's like the interest on the loan is, you know, makes you no, it And off. it's like, it's getting, it's kind of weird. And then Mark Cuban had talked about regulations I had forgotten to tell you about this, guys, in our preparatory call. But um, did you see the Titan rug? Yeah, that... he got rugged. Yeah, he got Mark rugged. Even got rugged. How you don't hear that every day? Like a billionaire getting rugged after he blog posts. Like that was that was a great blog post. I reposted on LinkedIn too. So no, yeah, yeah, it was a great, but that was just like a How signal many people to did the he get in? They were like, oh, what's Cuban doing? Let's get in on this. No, but the owners of Titan were like, holy, you know, Kamoli, you know, this is. Well, I had talked about this. I had talked about this in one of the business meetings with one of my clients where he wanted to know about stable coins and lending and then being able to get returns and where the best returns were. And if the stable coin unwound. And so if people aren't yeah, up unpegged, to date, and I mean, it got unpegged. It got unpegged. So then the thing that's supposed to act like the dollar isn't a dollar anymore. The thing though And then is, everything really screwy. <laughs> but Titan wasn't I would a suggest- stable coin. It was an algorithmic stable coin. I think there's a difference there. Where it's like 
it's kind of nice to be at my computer for these now with these remote things. Um, I'm actually going to look it up because it was, yeah. it was really complicated actually what happened because it was like, apparently whales were dumping the stable coin after it was not tied to the dollar and they were just making a ton of money. Oh, that's why it was, it wasn't, out. it wasn't like totally tied. It was algorithmically tied. It was like an algorithmic stable coin. Yeah. But I mean, I'm trying to look it up. I got bad internet up here, up north, but this is from Newsweek, though. So then if anybody's listening and wants to read about it, <laughs> the title is Mark Cuban regrets not doing the math on Titan crypto investment as team denies rug pull. I mean, I feel like this is, it's not good, actually, but in the long term, like seeing these types of like, uh, I mean, it's better than me. Stories, I'm like, me. this is like, this is good for crypto, like. This is Even though better it's a than... bad rug pull and Cuban just got rugged, which I kind of think is funny that he lost like a ton. No, it goes for, no, that's the thing about, you know, social equity. Like if, if, uh, if Mark Cuban can get rugged, you know, like crypto's for and everybody. Called, and then he called for regulation. But the thing is, the real, uh, the FUD about regulation is like, these governments are so behind. How are they going to do it? Yeah. How are you going to regulate it? They don't even know what they're talking about. There's I nobody know what in I'm government. About. I still do it all day. <laughs> There's like all these stories about government being like undermanned. Like they don't have enough people to even audit people for taxes. Dude. Like, and they don't have good techies. They have no incentives to be like super competitive at figuring out the best technology. No, the infrastructure in, you know, technology and <laughs> government is like, they're win- they're running on like windows xp basically like it's so yeah. like backwards and it's like the people no and i know from some of the stuff from too. like uh yeah no the industry that my dad works in where it's government contracting he's like man they're like using paper they're like you're so far ahead. well the thing is is but that they the want it like that like, too so yeah. so you know private businesses can take advantage in that that sort of but, that's like uh, more the, dark nuts kind of stuff but like you know uh, on the flip side i've been hearing from some different business owners that i've talked to about how um because this is like a venture that I'm, I'm having some people offshore and uh they can't get data entry people for 15 an hour <laughs> like dude if the government <laughs> that's can't feel like doing data entry like what that's no like one wants the to most work. basic thing data entry is brutal it's a i mean it's I've a grind but for 15 an hour it's, like, it's better than working brutal. at mcdonald's honestly you're in a cubicle and then you're just typing numbers <laughs> for 15 hours then versus then like customer service i don't know this is a debate for you know another time but i think data entry is like an easier job than you know working at mcdonald's i mean this is like the weird moment where it's like should should get harry back on the legal guy and then <laughs> And we'll be talking about crypto legal and like, cause like, can I show my own businesses? Like, yeah, dude, like outsourcing stuff and crypto stuff, like come India. to me. <laughs> That's allowed to show your own services, isn't it? I mean, this is your podcast, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was looking at the other stuff that we had on terms of topics and um, talking about Solana getting listed on Coinbase as well as SHIB. And in my mind, I see those two names and it's like... And Polkadot. So and Polka- two, oh, really? So, so it's Polka like too? two truths and a lie where it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was you know like, what, what are these, these three, things? what are these three like don't belong? 
you know like i think i looked it up the description <laughs> on coinbase or i think somebody posted it on crypto twitter about uh what the disc when you click on solana and then uh coinbase tells you what it is it's like coinbase is a dogecoin like coin and then it was like blah 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 i was like how do you even who had to write that like yeah, what is the technical right description now, like? <laughs> i'm actually curious, the decentralized oracle shib is a is a dog coin similar to the other dog coin <laughs> it's doge but for a different dog <laughs> is that what they're saying no but you know solana solana is a decentralized competing platform that uses soul to pay for transactions you know, it's like Sol aims to improve blockchain scalability by using a combination of proof of stake consensus and so-called proof of history. As a result, Solana claims to be able to support 50,000 transactions per second without sacrificing so that's decentralization. The whole thing. Sam, Excuse me. Sam Bankman-Fried backed it and the technology with his money. And then it's pretty much like his coin. But then within the Solana network, and Brian, did you ever open a Soul wallet? I'm pretty no, proud of myself. No, I haven't. Bro. I haven't bought Solana, so that because I didn't <laughs> want to buy it through Binance. Yeah, yeah, it's and just like such I could buy. I thought about a FTX opening an FTX account, which is like for high level, like you know, high yep. level traders. High level traders. You well, know, and then the I'm thing not is, a high level trader. Have you, you know, uh, Crypto Kaleo, the trader on yeah, uh, Crypto Twitter. Kaleo. Yeah. He's like a hundred thousand now or two hundred thousand. Um, followers. Kaleo, his pinned tweet is an FTX referral, and he gets ten percent. So oh, I think he just really? makes a lot of money just off the referrals. But the thing so is, so if you that... get the FTX, you refer to someone. You should refer to me, or we refer to each other, or something. We should do that because yeah. And then maybe you want to explain the idea of an FTX account because we haven't really talked about it. And this is I mean, also that's Sam Bankman. Do you want to his... open open up with this, you know, Pandora's box of what you can do with, you know, FTX? Well, just the because... idea of that that it's a it's a centralized exchange where there's a lot of like futures and prices and leverage. Like, it's like a gambling platform. Basically, <laughs> you know, the possibilities are endless in in my sort of thing, and, and it's that's basically for the really like... high level traders that it would be like real traders that would work on like the stock exchange exactly like, if that, you want just, all like, the really complicated screens. instruments yeah yeah like derivatives <laughs> and the <laughs> thing is is that they have a leaderboard to too where it's like he's like on the leaderboard like most you know months. you know suzu you know oh, suzu. outperform yeah. people you know it's like a game to these high level traders so it's like you can do all these you know different things that you can't do on these other platforms you can leverage you can trade you can short you know basically what you can do in a stock market you, you yeah no do... you can bet on futures you can do expirations yeah. you can bet on like what it's going to be in august you can exactly. buy uh options that are and like... that's scary because you know you got to be you know high level to you know analyze well, these things ftx ftx and then the thing behind it that's really cool that's complicated not even for me, but also for other people, I would say, but just also for me, uh, the idea of creating a market maker, they have created the market maker company. And so then the thing is, they're the house. That's like a book. Yeah. They run a book. It's like a yeah. gambler. And the thing is, they're the house and they make a lot of their money just off the transactions. No, but Sam like, uh, Trabuco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there we are centralized... 
previously. There are exchanges that uh, end up having like liquidity crashes and like there's like scary things that can happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, like you, you I mean, that's a perfect right? analogy. A yeah. gambling, it's a bookie gambling platform <laughs> for crypto. Yeah. And so, you know, like I don't have it. I'm not, I'm a, just a spot trader in general. But I mean, this is coming from, you know, these people, these math guys that, you know, thought that crypto was more profitable than, you know, modeling, you know, sports game gambling. Well, and they just saw a giant gap in the market where traditional markets have very, very sophisticated uh, book market makers. And then these are the people, those are the real people in, in the U.S. that are like, they're just printing money because they're front running people by running the the entire order these are the people that robin hood gives all their orders to and then they just front run and they basically print money off of like ripping off people because they get to it faster because they're the ones processing exactly so that's the data they get the data from robin hood elizabeth warren wants to make it if you do a transactional cost at a fraction of a penny these people would get screwed because they're using supercomputers to yeah out trade so that's why robin hood is bad is because they're they're selling your data to these companies like fdx you know it's the to get front run it's the same people that were behind the GameStop shortage or shorters. Yeah, exactly. They were the bankrollers behind it. The yeah. So, so you know, the GameStoppers they got they got those guys. <laughs> when you're when you're opening an FDX account, you're playing with the big boys. That's the major leagues. Like to me, it's like because it's like you 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 see that leaderboard. It's like a game to them. It's the internet money. You know, it's like fugazi fugazi. Yeah. Well, so what's getting like, to be re- what's getting to be really interesting is like um, I'm trying to create a presentation to give to um, business people and and high end executives at tech companies. This is like a, a private client that I'm going to go speak to, and to teach about crypto, you need a combination. I think of not only talking about the coins, the technology, the history, but also the important figures. So I've been like tying in with that stuff. And then if you want to know about crypto, you got to know about what Sam Bankman fried has done. Yeah. He's worth, you know, $13 billion. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he pays for company, the Miami. Yeah. His company <laughs> is the Miami Heat Stadium. Like. No. And he's also got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Block, no, no, that's Blockfolio. But like. Oh, that's Blockfolio. But that's still mm-hmm. like crypto that kind of stuff he does like any podcast any uh any companies maybe it, sam if you want to sponsor uh, Sparta, <laughs> if you're listening you're looking for a sponsor <laughs> on this obscure uh podcast crypto <laughs> podcast uh yeah we well i mean this is the other thing i mentioned it before but i'm going to dubai i'm, I'm hoping brian i'm hoping brian makes it as well October 16th, right? How long are you going? I think we're thinking, I'm thinking it should be nine days, man. The trip is so brutal. Yeah. You want like maybe five days. And then it's like, if you're there, an extra day or two is probably worth it. Especially doing this type of work stuff, you know? Exactly. I would spend two, honestly, I'd spend like two weeks if I could. I know. And it's like, dude, this stuff, (laughs) Nick, whoever else is listening, yeah. Uh, Fake it till you make it. The, uh, the crypto business, if you just want to get into it, it's cool because going to events, talking and learning, like that's 
It's a fun yeah, networking man. thing. It's like it's networking really, yeah. on a on a like a pseudo serious level, you would say. Like it's not like super hardcore. It's like a mix in between hardcore and relaxed. Where it's well, like it's a it's a lot of nerdy dudes and they happen to like memes and it's like they kind of have a good an sense anime. of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anime waifus big booty waifus waifus, yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it's like it's like you don't there's a lot less pressure to network no and i think that it's like it's crazy because they were talking about how like especially before traditional markets it's like back rooms cigar smoke rooms you know like deals where like the president is doing handshakes with, you know, Hillary Clinton is having the federal reserve is messaging to the banks and stuff. Yeah. But Private crypto, email you legit can get the information off Twitter. You can yeah. like, it's never going to market. Yeah. Or Telegram. It's the, so the, the, available. The gap to knowledge is it's finally in the whole world. You know, this is the time in the world where everyone had to be cut off and only had their computer and you can do anything you want and you can learn about crypto by yourself all you got to do is ask ask the questions doesn't even have to be the right questions like just ask questions people are more than willing to and like try to answer or working working to teach people it's it's a very difficult process and for most people brian got obsessed and it was cool i was pretty obsessed and trying to tell people and some people they just don't care no, it, people, you gotta level. You gotta level your yourself because, like, for me talking to like There's family levels. members, I yeah. get excited when I'm like, you know, Chainlink's the future, and they're like, um, we're, you upgraded? No, we we their Zoom is loving our conversation. They're giving us a gift that we can go over the forty minute limit. Great. Um, Thank so, you. So you Zoom. guys can sponsor us as well if you like. Yeah. So we're <laughs> great right now. This is probably only the first time we'll ever let us do this, but yeah, but it's like you gotta level your excitement around, you know, talking about people like who don't know what you're talking about. And uh even in this like, you know, this bear market, like, you know, when I and not bear market, I should say, even this like dip, because I'm still very bullish. It's like I'm still like super, you know, excited that it's like you know the the saying goes is like you buy when everyone is scared you know so like a lot of people are scared right now and like, nom, like nom, nom. eat the dip nom, 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 nom. and it's like it things nom, like nom. you know your your favorite you know meme or altcoin where it's like this is a time to you know pounce where it's like you you can make a lot of money life-changing money where it's like you wouldn't the altcoins are down so bad yeah and then the thing is i should have listened probably to the other people where people are like there is and then there's a diagram oh we got to you for the telegram the cycle no 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 the cycle of it goes bitcoin then ethereum then altcoins and then the out altcoins bleed harder than everything else bitcoin it's down like what 40 percent it's not even 40%. Like, it's probably not even around 40. 50. Not even oh, no, not so 40. Bad, it's, more. it's still worth, like, $30,000. Like, one pro- I mean, 40% is, still... is right. Is probably most, right. Most Since it was, like, out. 65. 
65 is that 35 right That's now like, you so count like 65 40. i count I, I just say 60 like whatever yeah, yeah. i don't know how long it was really up at to 65 but um but it's like higher lows basically what it is yep yeah and so that's like you know a positive sign honestly where it's like you don't see you don't see like ethereum dropping down below 2000 really 100k and a year uh yes please (laughs) (laughs) what do you think will happen like i'm i'm still waiting for DeFi alt season summer you know like yeah right like when i want the summer that was promised i know right i I ordered promised something (laughs) i wanted to follow through and guarantee solana summer white boy summer DeFi summer altcoins like the only summer right now when lambo (laughs) is like hot girl summer and i'm like can i can i apply to me somehow like can i like chime in but like yeah so i'm i'm like like i said you said you know when Urzo gets like a 30% jump from like 15 to like, you know, 22 uh, cents, like that's, that's not exciting to me. I'm, I want it back to a dollar, you know? So, yeah. So I'm just like waiting, holding, saving. I got, I got to, you know, recoup some of that Miami spending that I was doing uh, before I can buy in more but i am you know praying it stays at these prices so i can buy more and that's my two cents that 13 that 13 cents was juicy even 15 get to it 16 anything under 20 it's just like you don't have to go under 20 you don't have the thing about like crypto or like investing you don't have to get the lowest low right like you just got to get a good level where it's like i'm not like a high level trader so I saw I'm someone not... give the strategy where it's like you can't you it's actually stupid to think that you would go for the lowest low. You should see the low, think the bottom is in, have it go up a bit, and then you buy that. That's why it's the range. They they exactly. talk about ranges. Exactly. And then like there was this guy who was like um he he had, he had shorted Bitcoin when it started going down and it went down like a lot. And then it bounced up a little bit and he immediately cut his short and then it went down further. But he was like, dude, when it moves back up a little bit, you don't know if it's going to just go up through to the moon again. Yeah. So I just sold and he was like, I could have made a ton more money if I had held the short position open, but like, you don't want to try to time stuff. And then it's like, okay, I think that's the bottom. It's going up. Let's see. And let's buy some. And then like, you can keep buying it once you think that it started to work. And it's, it's like, like kind of the idea of what you're saying. It's like a you shot meter, right? Like yeah. where it's like in order to hit perfect, you got to hit this, like when it goes up, you got to hit the, the perfect spot in order to, you know, capitalize. Yeah. And like, her, don't even do, don't even try to do that or think that you can do that. Yeah. You just do like a simple thing that like should be profitable. No, it's just like, if I can get it at 20 and then it goes up to 40, you know, you're up you double your money you don't have to get it at 15 or 13 i think people try to time it for me and then for like i think most people out there the easiest strategy is just like dollar cost averaging where it's like yeah you pick your things and then you slowly accumulate them over time you're not doing crazy things to jump in and jump out 
Because it's like, these are supposed to be long-term investments. Exactly. So we talked about Solana a little bit, Coinbase. You want to talk about one one of the things about Solana, and Brian, I would encourage you to open this Soul Wallet and get some. I know it's a complicated thing. Like it's like I gotta get, I gotta buy Solana, and then I have this PDF document that someone made on Twitter that I have in order to you know get a Solana wallet, and then you need to transfer it, and you have to you know you have all these like Solana coins like Cope Rope. And this and is what I was about to say, because this is why I wanted to talk more about Solana. Is um is Cope gonna also be put onto Coinbase? Do all the Solana coins get on the I have no idea about all these Good Cope question. rope soap soap, you know, whatever like, rhymes with Ope. <laughs> I have like four hundred and fifty-five thousand froggy coins. Cause they were like, if you own Cope, you get a drop of this meme token. And I'm like, awesome. And all yeah. these things, uh, the the value behind it, what they were saying is all the Cope airdrops. If you got the original Cope airdrop, it was $16,000. Sam Bankman-Fried is like basically paying to do marketing where he's like, come to the Soul Wallet. I will personally give you some of my money just to mess around on my network. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the thing about Twitter. It's all about messing around because no one knows exactly how to do things. So you kind of have to like monkey around on the platform. And that's like, you know, kind of the risky thing where it's like you're, you're having to like ante up, you know, money technically to monkey around on this wallet. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe we just upgrade these Zoom things because I was about to share my screen and show you my... Solana wallet. The UI looks like it's made from the in the nineties. Yeah, that's also the thing too. Is the so UI is so easy. bad. You have to like. That's why it's like it's a turnoff for me not to get Solana. But the thing is about Solana is like so many people are in it, like and and that makes it interesting for sure. I definitely there's an up only uh, podcast with uh, with the Solana founders. I want to listen to it. I know. I want to listen to it too. And at the end of the day, the TPS, this is what actually Sam Bankman free talked about at the Bitcoin conference transactions per second. Yeah. Cause he was talking about how decentralized exchanges cannot keep up with centralized exchanges because there's just going to be a lag in terms of the transactions per second, which was a really good point. Yep. I mean, I think it's probably on YouTube. I'd encourage anybody to listen to him talk. Uh, just in general, he's just a very, he's definitely a genius. You ever see a picture of him? He is, and it doesn't look, it looks like he hasn't like done any, he doesn't, hasn't done anything to his hair since like he was 18. Like he just wakes up, just like his Afro is just out there. Yeah. Like he just doesn't no. give a fuck. And I saw someone, I saw someone on uh, Twitter post like a picture of him be like, to all those other people that don't know it. This is what peak performance looks like. Exactly. <laughs> and his hair is just like Einstein, basically. And he's worth $13 billion. So he can, he can choose he's, I think, to do I that. I think he's just as old as us. I think he's 29. FML, man. What am I doing with my life? Right? <laughs> I'm not going to make it. 
Oh man. And it was so true. Cause it was like, I caught a good amount of um, money just holding Solana on Binance. Cause I didn't even want to figure out how to move it to my Solana. Wallet. Yeah. It's at 35. Yeah. And the high was what? Uh, I, I was got like in 52, 62. I got in at 20 and I got out at 40. Like I, I did a double. Yeah. I put in a couple thousand. It was actually, I was pretty happy with myself. Uh, so sidetrack back to Shiva Inu. So on Coinbase, <laughs> it says Shiva Inu is a token that aspires to be in a Ethereum based alternative to Dogecoin, the popular meme coin. <laughs> like basically what you said. Yeah. But yeah. I'm really I'm really curious as to who writes those. Uh, they like, probably I really got like, like some undergrad <laughs> media intern. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, some app development, not even into crypto. <laughs> it's probably true. I'm looking for such people, though, if anybody wants to manage the crypto part of social media. All the millions of people listening out there, we have job yeah, opportunities. Right? <laughs> but the social, it's tough to manage, you know. But, I mean, I like to just manage my own Twitter, which is, I think, it's really, I've gone back to it probably a couple times discussing where it's like, Twitter, you can just get a lot of info. And if you build up your account over time, you can start following and legitimately talking and asking questions to like yeah the level yeah and then if you get in the telegrams you can also ask questions or the discords yeah, yeah that's a like that accessible thing is where it's like these guys don't want to be verified at all like they want to be remain like anonymous but they'll be like because they're anonymous they're more friendly you know yeah my solana wallet just loaded and I have just some of the coins. I don't know what they are. I have a million Woofinomics. <laughs> it's, it's that woof. you got for free, right? Yeah, it's Woof on Solana. Like, sometimes I, like, talk to myself and I'm like, what am I really doing? Like, why do I have a million of Woof coins on Solana? Like, maybe it is a scam. Like, it's all Ponzi. <laughs> But I mean, the thing is, is that it's free. So it's like you didn't invest anything into Wolf. It's just and given. What if, that's, what if that's the ticket where it's like, there's a lot what of if, people that got rich just off airdrops and then staking their airdrops. Yeah, like, the, like people them. talk stories about the Uniswap airdrops too. Yeah. Where it's like, now that's like worth $30 or $40, $30 a coin. Yeah. I was going to mention though, and then, because it was like, I don't want to, but there's so much to go over with the Solana stuff. And I was going to tell you while we were talking, there's like 25 coins on this uh, Solana wallet. And I'm like, are all of these going to be added to Coinbase eventually? I don't think so. I think, honestly, I just think Solana's added is enough. Because those people on Coinbase, like they're not, like nine times out of 10, they're probably not going to download Solana wallet. They're just gonna hold I mean, Solana coin. The thing about it is they don't even know Solana, about the airdrops. No, and I'm I'm being dumb too because I'm not staking it. There's a way to stake them. But yeah. Solana, they're gonna improve their UI. It has to. There's so much criticism. Yeah, there's no way that they don't. Um and then but I don't even get what cope or rope do. <laughs> I I have some cope. five years from now, we'll know. 
Yeah, five years from now. And there's radium, and that's like their exchange. That's how I swapped because I wanted some cope because I know that if you just hold cope, they give you money, which is it sounds crazy, but that's legitimately people have made thousands of dollars just off of Sam Bankman Freed airdropping them tokens. I mean, the thing is, is that he's a billionaire. So the thing is, is that this money, he probably didn't expect to get this money. So he's this is his way of giving it away. Like, like Joe Biden says, it goes back to the economy. You know, it's good for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he gave a ton of money to Joe Biden. Like a lot. Yeah. I think he's getting like millions. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, you know, SPF, he, this is like blowing money at a strip club. You know, it's like James Harden, like blowing money in, you know, at Magic City or. Randy Moss, what's 10 grand to a rich man? Exactly, like. You know, you're you're paying you're you're uh, you're fueling the hood. You know, it's like so the strippers can get like degrees. I don't, I don't get what his day must be like because does he just day trade? Does he run FTX? Is he just investing? Because I know they're early investors in lots of teams. Like, what is his day? No, is he a angel? He is he is a higher scale crypto sparta. You know, it's like he does all these different things. You know, you have. Yeah. You know, legal, you have all these things like investing in these different things. It's like FTX is a brand. It's like he's a gaming, he's a part of a gaming team now. Like he's just all these avenues, just like FTX. No, FTX, now, FTX, he hangs FTX. Out, now he hangs out with the, with the, with the heat. Yeah. Cause he owns the, he, he yeah. has the names of the stadium. Yeah. 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 That's funny. That's like in startup, man. We gotta him catch and, up. Him and uh, Tyler Hero. They're just chilling. Yeah. For real? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, startup. I, I haven't watched since the... Yeah, yeah. Me neither. Me neither. But it was watched, like the, but... the 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 guy who was like the the character of, of the owner of everything. It's like Sam Bankman Freed being like, oh, I don't own the club, but I own the building yeah <laughs> like forget being like uh mark cuban like he owns the stadium you don't need the team yeah it's like same with the gaming he doesn't own the gaming you know team for tsm it's like tsm fdx now wow tsm that's are they in um fortnite or well they're in fortnite they're in apex they're in all these high level games yeah, yeah, they're a brand like Liquid and stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, you want to talk about it's been good. Oh, what do you want to you... Did you want to talk about crypto legal? Now that we're on I think we t- touched on Solana enough. We touched on it, and I mean, the things the thing is it's in a, it's in a nascent stage, but I think that it could be larger than other things and um there will be several companies that will be incorporated to keep the intellectual property separate. And so crypto legal, um, the idea, and it's almost, this is a cool thing to talk about because we can talk about feedback or ideas that people have. Um, The idea at the moment though, is to create a legal website that gives out free info, similar to crypto Sparta, where we have just, you know, basics about crypto legal, uh, the, the tax implications and stuff like that. And then be able to refer people to legal firms that are, or 
personal attorneys. You know, it's like some people have big things, some people have little things, but we would like to build the website large enough so that if there are companies that need legal advice, we'll have partners, uh, which would be law firms that would uh, then come to us. I think that a lot of this is really relevant to the whole industry because it's like the regulations, um, moving money from country to country, anti-money laundering. A lot of these things are super relevant to the rest of uh, crypto and no one was doing anything with the domain. (laughs) It's a golden domain. It's a great name. And so might as well step in. The tax, taxes, you know, it's scary in general. And yeah, like, yeah. Especially... And now they're asking. Yeah, now they're asking. Do you own any crypto? And everybody, you gotta check that box. Yeah. Those, you know, W twos, TA, whatever forms. Scary. No, and I mean, there are some interesting things that I want because I'm I'm getting an intern, and there were a couple different things that I was gonna look at to put on the website as free advice. Um. Some of the things are like, if you create a self-directed IRA to invest in crypto. Yeah, I I was looking into those. Not legal advice. 401k. I'm not a lawyer. Let's make sure everyone knows that. I'm not Um, one either, but I've definitely looked into those 401k. IRAs, 401k. I mean, you can, they won't invest, let you invest in like. Micro strategy. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, Bitcoin ETF, micro yeah, strategy. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. Grayscale, you can do the Chainlink Trust. So you can indirectly use your retirement funds to be your tax free accounts to be invested in crypto through large scale investment companies. So these are things that are, are public knowledge. These are things that anybody can do. It's not like special or secret or whatever. But it's, you know, hard understanding. Like, I'm, we're just like, we're just naming things and, you know, we're, we're trying to get into them, but you know, that's my, why. My, definitely we'll have Harry back on as the legal advisor for, yeah, for another Once episode. we get more yeah. information yeah. or more some, clarity. Some, and then also our intern. I need to meet the intern, but I need to seal the deal with him. Get him started on crypto legal. But yeah, I think we gave a good bit of knowledge or some informational. Yeah. Yeah. There's some breadcrumbs out there. You can yeah. follow them if you like. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any closing thoughts or, you know, shows, uh, just or shows, we do our listen. shows? Um, yeah, man. And I feel like with the, with the way that we talked today, why not chill Solana? Like, I mean, it's basically Sam Bankman freed coin. I'm like, it's not a bad idea. Get your Solana it's, on Coinbase. It's on Coinbase. Move it to the it's wallet so and play around with it. Yeah. yeah. I'd also agree. Polkadot's also a great great thing too it's yeah, on base and, and you know just like on a mathematic wallets, but i was thinking yeah. polka dot would be a good one to get on but i mean well now it's time i mean it's like basically it was at it's at 20 right now all-time high was at 50 some 54 so it's like less, uh, well, more than 50 and, and another one another one and this is like a this is a show that it's like i need to do my own research more and then if anybody knows about them um I want to do a second look at Theta and T Fuel. Yeah, and I've also got a buddy Veracity in- too. Yeah, somewhere Veracity on that streaming is like- streaming field. Yeah, and I mean Veracity is just good technology when you read into it, 
I hear top of my head. I read about it long, long time back, and I can't be like, oh yeah, what what it is. But I hear T L too, like tell. I don't know what it is. Telcoin. I hear Telcoin. Yeah, I hear a they're lot of people with, showing um, it. I believe that they're tied to a, a telecom com- company in like Asia, hmm. in like Southeast Asia, I think. Yeah, and it's like they're trying to create like someone's gonna do some sort of a blockchain cell phone company with data and like tracking and stuff interesting yeah and i mean there's they're trying to do moby pay and then i saw that there was some news that apple is hiring blockchain experts for the iphone which is this was a while yeah back, i, I did see that i saw the tweet right they're, they're on like yeah. on linkedin need to like figure out how to for... integrate because once Apple starts being like, yo, Solana, you want to be on our app store? Like, give us 30%. Or even Bitcoin. Like, or even yeah. like using Bitcoin in the Apple wallet or Ethereum in like Apple wallet. No, and I mean, PayPal is integrated already, I believe. And I mean, yeah, Venmo, I'm getting because, emails with that Venmo. You yeah. can, you know, buy cryptocurrency. We were at, um, so in Miami, we were at a club and they were taking Bitcoin payments. Like, you know, that's huge. If we, you could, we you can, could pay, you could pay for, uh, you could pay in Bitcoin everywhere at the conference. Yeah. Everything had, um, and it was interesting because I had never heard of the companies and I was like, they must've paid a lot of money to be the preferred advertiser of like, no, I heard pay us in Bitcoin with, I forgot what company it was. I don't even, I don't know. Yeah. I mean like Lolly, I mean that, uh, there's like a lot of them. Yeah. There's like a lot of places that you can pay with Bitcoin now. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of not really a thing, but it is a thing. Like, and it's, it's getting to be more of like a adopted, thing. right? Yeah. And it's like, it's getting there. Oh, and the stuff with Nigeria too, where it's like all the Nigerians are using it. And like long-term bullish, but short-term, I, who knows? I don't know. Exactly. All right, but I guess on that note, that was a good, yeah, yeah. Great talking with you guys, and um, thanks next Nick time, for next listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, peace, peace, bye.